what's up guys, it is Hot Take Without the Hot Take here, and we are back for another week of Junior Senior 2 Views. I'm here with Seniors. Hello everybody, welcome and back. Now now that the draft is done, we've got a couple more small topics to get onto, so let's get to it. Alright, the first story is about Tim Tebow. So, just to give some context into this, Tim Tebow, former NFL player, former baseball tryout wannabe, uh, blasted by Rob Parker, who's from Fox Sports, basically saying that uh, he got a tryout with the Jaguars. Essentially, the Urban Meyer path would have been that reason why, but considers it to be white privilege. Hmm. What are your thoughts? See, I see. This is where we venture into political political territory. Uh, well, I suppose to some extent it's safe to say, but I don't know. I can't. I don't want to give an opinion on it because it's sort of venturing into politics, and uh, I. No, well, I suppose, but we sport and politics we understand now. It, inter- it intersects, but like still. I mean, to some extent, there's an argument. It there. causes a lot of division. I think there's an argument there that that could be said because you know Tim Tebow didn't excel as a quarterback. Really, did he not. didn't. He didn't. He did not. He didn't even excel as a college quarterback. But Urban Meyer, his former coach, gave him a tryout. To be a tight end for the Jaguars. I well, that was that out. was the same discussion with um with Fields sliding sliding down the draft. I mean, you had guys like Mac Jones and and uh, and Zach Wilson sh- sh- shoot up the boards. Well, look, I don't know. I think I think it's interesting. I, I I'm not trying to get political here. I just yeah. think it's it's very. It, it is an interesting it does discussion. Kind of beg to ask the question, like, you know. Colin Kaepernick hasn't had a job since. Well, Kaepernick, I'm gonna be. I'll play devil's advocate. Kaepernick did put himself in that situation. He he was he was a champion for um for civil rights of the black American, but he voided his contract. So and a lot of and a lot of QBs in that same in that free agent class were around the same. The same skill level as him at I the time. I don't think he's. I think. I think there's. A, but there was a black ball for other reasons but, why. But he didn't there. Get the work. But I. There was a black ball. I mean, you know, what he did was nothing compared to what 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 moved forward. To what he did didn't seem like much on the list. Yeah, there. But, but there was a black balling. I, I agree with that. There was. Right, but on. anyway, LeBron comments on the playoff system of Doesn't the. Doesn't like it, and he does not refers like refers to it as the playing system. The um, play S word. Refer to S word. Doesn't like it because essentially the play-in system means it up to ten teams. Yeah, and it and it sort of provides a chance for mediocrity, which I understand. I understand where LeBron comes from right now, but we're in uncertain times. I mean, in in another situation, if COVID didn't exist, then we just have the eighteen play, the um the uh eighteen playoff structure per per conference, but. I I I sort of I see both sides here. I understand why LeBron don't, doesn't like it. I, uh, but honestly, it's necessary. This is not the bubble. Yeah, and that's the thing that, you know, a team like the Lakers are realizing in a in a longer season. Now the Lakers, in, interestingly enough, have the same exact record as the New York Knicks right now as we yeah. speak. Thirty-seven and thirty, sixty-seven games in. Yeah. 15 left to go. They're 2-8 and eight in the last 10. LeBron has talked about his injury not going away. Yeah, he's still AD hurt. AD got injured again. Yeah. So this is, I can understand. It's, pan- because it's panic stations right now. If we look at the standings right now, the Lakers, the Warriors are two games back from them. The Grizzlies are three games behind them. The Spurs are five games behind them. So the last few teams are licking on their heels. It's pan. It's Ba- it's panic stations and for the Lakers right now. And that's why LeBron would be upset because this is the NBA Western Conference, the toughest division in the league. The toughest and conference. 
you're playing not just yourself, but you're playing against the teams you got, who have nothing to lose going in. So yeah. I get why LeBron's going to be upset, but suck it up. The NBA is not going to change because you say it's going to change. This is what it is now. I think it gives teams a lot more chances to get in there, particularly in the Western Conference when you have you know, the closest. When you have teams like the when you have teams like the Grizzlies who who look promising with John Morant and Jaron Jackson and their nice core that they're forming. Well, look, the closest worst team is the Rockets, and they're not getting in. So I can understand. No. Look, I can understand if Adam Silver said all fifteen teams get a chance to play. Oh, that's terrible. All right, moving on. Next, moving on. Um, Pujols, Robert uh, Albert, sorry, Albert folks, Pujols. Albert Pujols was released. Wow! Just the other day by the Anaheim Angels. What are you? I mean, uh, Anaheim. It's L. It's Los Angeles. Los now. Angeles, Anaheim. If you're as old as I am, you say California. The Los Angeles, Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Whatever. But anyway, um, I've seen this coming. I mean, last year he was cooked. Let's be honest. Last year he was he was cooked. Mm. Last year he struggled mightily. And that contract was disgusting, and they could use the cap space he occupies. They could really use that cap space because the Angels pitching staff right now, ugh, outside of Otani, it's terrible. Yeah. Outside of Shohei Otani, it's terrible. Dylan Bundy emerged, but he's going to be demanding premium money soon. So I understand why they released him. Pujols is past it. He's probably going to retire. He'll retire as a legend, but like he was cooked last year. Yeah, his most productive years, you know, were early when he started his contract back in twenty twelve. It was had one year left. I I kind of see this as a, a bit of an insult. He was he wasn't like halfway through his contract. This was his you know, this is the penultimate year. He had one more year left. But they Just need that they need that cap space. I got it, but he could still have been a useful yeah, DH. Yeah, but he, he he could have been a useful DH, but for the amount of money they're investing in him, what they expected yeah, him I mean, to he be, hitting, but, look, he was hitting a but they're paying they're paying a lot for his latter years. Look, I think look, and I, they're, they're, with the amount of money they've already invested in Trout and Rendon, yeah, and what they have to invest in yeah, in yeah, Bundy yeah, upcoming, yeah. that's going to be a lot. I agree. Look, his 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 average batting average was dropping down significantly. Yeah. ever since he started. I mean, I. It's yeah. everybody saw this coming. His best years were e- in St. Louis. Everybody saw this coming. Oh let's, well, let's be honest. Is there a chance for him to get on a DH with another team? Maybe if they a, need team, a, DH, a team in the American League, pro- probably a team that needs a placeholder, and I think that'll probably be the Orioles that right. need a placeholder. Okay, all right. So moving on, uh, too many no hitters because right now there are seven no hitters as we speak with baseball. I think it makes it more entertaining. I think the it get, I don't think there's too that they become a rarity. I mean, it's like the NBA. Like the once upon a time ago, the triple double was very rare. The triple double was very very rare. Now, Russell Westbrook puts them up like they're nothing. Yeah. Like it's as long as the, the no hitter doesn't become like the triple double, um, and becomes a common occurrence, then I can then. Then I I'm still enjoying seeing pitchers emerge with no hitters, which I really like to see. I really do like to see it. Pitchers like Mad Bum and Joe Musgrove. Okay, uh, look, I think that I don't think it's gonna result in too many no hitters. I think the no hitters are happening early because it's still early. Yeah, hitters are still trying to figure it's still, out. It's still May. Hitters are still trying to figure out and figure out how to hit pitchers they've never seen before, or pitchers who change leagues. Or what have you. So I don't think there's too many no hitters. I think it's a situation where perhaps there's rumblings in baseball around, you know, 
do they move the mound? Do they, do they no, change the mound? They shouldn't be you know, changing or moving the mound. What are you doing changing things? No. I don't think it's... I don't... Look, I, I'm like you. I don't mind the fact that... Because a no-hitter is one of those things that doesn't always come around. I think the fact that it happens is not a bad thing for baseball. And it's happening no more wants, frequently. But no one wants to see, uh, you know, 11 to 9 scores. No one wants to see that all the yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. People want to see... You know those close games that result in a no. It's hit. like it's like been the Padres versus the Dodgers this season, which all have been competitive games. Yeah, but but I don't think it's diluting the level of play. I think it makes it better, and that's what the MLB really needs right now is the for the play to be better, especially to market the game. Yeah. Okay. All right. Moving on. Time for word, word up. up. Okay. So, the Knicks being. The current fourth seed is blank. Is, that word. is very positive for the for the franchise. Very positive. Is that it's, two words? It's Just positive, one word. Positive for the positive franchise. Positive for the franchise. It's franchise. a very positive, positive. Positive. Never thought I'd hear that. It's a positive step. I mean, Julius Randle's playing amazing basketball. Mm-hmm. The the core seems to be clicking well. I like what culture they're forming here. Okay. Um, the 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 thing with the Knicks is they've always been that sort of just punching bag for the rest of the league. Mm-hmm. But they're looking good right now. Quickly's playing playing really good basketball. Thibodeau's got them locked in. Okay. I mean, they might not make it past the second round, but at least it looked, there's hope mm-hmm. in New York. All right. My word is deserved. Yep. I think it's absolutely deserved. I think that the NBA... And they've clinched their first winning season in forever. And I think... I look, I think at this point, being where they're at, I think it, it's a lot to do with a lot of pieces. I think James Dolan is James Dolan. That's not going to change. But I think, you know, James, whether somebody talked to him or whether he talked to himself and said, I'm going to back down and not make this a, a PR nightmare with me involved and let this guy or Thibodeau. Or lazy. Or let this guy Thibodeau coach, which is what they're doing. And, you know, a former, you know, coach within the ranks with Jeff Van Gundy and such, you know, I think it's a buy-in. The biggest move that the Knicks made was getting Derrick Rhodes back. Yeah. Because now you see the effect that he, that Tibbs has on him. And, and so he's and good I'm off the always, I always root for Rose no matter where he is. I'm a Bulls fan at heart. I always root for Rose no matter where he is. The dude's had a and rough you know, career. And look, I'll say this. They, you know... Wherever they wind up, so if the playoffs were to start today, you know, they probably would end up playing, you know, the fifth team, whoever that might be. I think they have a good shot of, of making a little bit of noise yeah. in getting past the first round. It doesn't get easier past then, but we'll see what happens. Next. But the Knicks have been known to make scrappy runs to the NBA Finals, case in point, 999. Yeah, but yeah, that, that was one of the eight seed, but yeah. All right. Yeah. Next, the Jets should feel ba- blank about missing out on Trevor Lawrence. Um, What's the word? They should they should feel disappointed, uh-huh. but Z- Zach Wilson isn't a bad consolation prize. Mm-hmm. Um, I and they're doing some good work actually protecting their premium piece mm-hmm. and getting some line help in the draft. And Salas, I like what he's doing so far. He's building a defense through free agency mm-hmm. and he's building an offense through the draft, which is what you want to do. Um, if the the thing the questions that I have about them will come once the season starts. Whether that line can can start to be as one cohesive unit, but obviously it's a disappointment missing out on the best franchise QB since Luck. But I blame that more on the Rams mm-hmm. losing an easily winnable game okay. against the worst team in football. All right, I got a great word, rueful. 
which I spent a lot of time mm. looking this up, which means if I look it up on my Google, expressing sorrow or regret. So to me, I think that's a big thing because the Jets as a franchise has been, you know, pretty much a laughing stock for years. The one season they had a chance to, I don't know, do exactly what they've been doing with Gase on the case is to lose games, and they couldn't even lose that game, and then they fall out of sweepstakes. Yeah. Just imagine the kind of PR well, let's, alone that well, the Jets could let's, draw let's, with Trevor Lawrence. Let's say this for a second, because tanks we have to take with sort of a grain of salt. Because players and coaches hate tanking. Oh, well. they, they hate it because why would, why would they? Tanking's not in their best interest. Because they want to keep their jobs. Yeah, fair enough. But none of the Jets staff have kept their jobs. They're yeah. all gone. No, so, players. I'm saying players and coaches. Uh, look, players I mean, look, and coaches. I think it can be engineered in a way that you don't have to look like tanking and actually tank at the same time. So, Well, it, it dilutes the level either, of game, but look, it has to be done. Either way, the Jets weren't going to shock the world by winning that Well, I'm happy Trevor didn't go there but because oh, well. they probably would have ruined him. Good luck. All right, next. Aaron Rodgers potentially leaving the Packers is worrying. Oh, okay. I mean, it's firstly it's going to look weird seeing Rodgers in another uniform. Let's just put that out there. It's going to look real weird seeing him in another <laughs> uniform. Second of all, what the hell, Packers? You need to be appeasing him, not pissing him off. Come on now, he's the best Q. He's the best. Him and Favre are the two of the best QBs you've ever had. Don't actually appease him. <laughs> All right, I'm going to say inevitable. I'm going to say inevitable. And I've said it last week, and I'll stick to it. I don't know Aaron Rodgers from a bag of nails. Yeah. But I there's something about him. You don't like I him. don't like. I don't like his, I just, he's always miserable. And this is a franchise that got to the championship game. You hosted the championship game, and you couldn't get it done. And now you're I blame gonna, that more. And, more I blame that more on Lafleur being stupid. Now, I just think a couple of things, and I don't want to go back to that championship game. The bottom line is this: somebody's gonna have to make a move eventually. Yeah. Either management says, well, uh, "Good, good, Hurst probably might do something." Doesn't matter. Either management says, "Okay, if Aaron wants to move on, we'll make the pro- the best move possible," or Aaron Rodgers needs to say it very openly, "I want out." Because as far as I'm concerned... It's a cold war right now. In the time he's been in Green Bay, one championship, that's one. Yeah. That's it. So Same as is, Favre. It's this same, is Favre yeah. 2.0. It's the same as the Favre. The only difference between this one and Favre was that Favre was the one flipping and flopping about retirement. And then he said, I'm going to retire. I'm not going to retire. And then he I'm joins retire, their I'm division rivals. So, ultimately, it's inevitable Aaron Rodgers leaves. I don't think he's ever going to be happy if he gets if he goes to Denver or San Francisco or wherever that is. They're going to have to give him what he wants or he's just going to have a hissy fit. I don't necessarily care if he stays or goes because I'm not a Packers fan. I could care less. But I think do it It'll look to weird. try to get a uh-huh. ring, at least one ring before you retire with somebody else if that's what you the want. Only thing, the, only, the only reason why I don't want him to leave, it's going to look weird seeing him in another uniform. Ah, it's it's going to look before. It's happened before. Well, happened we said again. that about Brady. Oh, well, but. it didn't change anything. All right. It's blank that Carmelo is now 10th on the all-time scoring. It was list. inevitable. It's inevitable. That's your word? You just, I just said inevitable. I don't care. That, oh, was, that was coming. That was coming. Melo's one of the most offensively gifted players I've ever seen in my lifetime. That was coming for a long time. He... Like I, I call him overrated behind the screen. I, 
I but he's he's going to be a future Hall of Famer. He was a great player. He's a great player, and he's still serviceable right now. So it was coming. It it was coming. The amount of games he was putting up 30, 40, 50 games with the Knicks. He it was coming. It was coming eventually. He was a scoring machine during his time in Denver and in New, in New York City. Okay. Well deserved. It's a two word thing. Yep. But well deserved. So, you know, the knock on Melo, 2003, you show up in the same class as a Dwayne Wade and LeBron James. And you don't win a ring. You don't win a ring. But he's so, he might win a ring. And so he could win a ring. If he joins not, a, if he joins a contender, he might win a ring. Oh, well, it's it's not going to happen now. I, if he joins a contender, he might win a ring. It's not going to happen now. He's at Portland. Portland need him. I don't think he's going anywhere. I don't think there's a lot of gas left in the tank, to be honest. He's still a, a good scorer, but he's a guy off the bench who's going to give you some points here and there. He's not going to give you the, He's not going to give you defense. We know that's not Melo's thing. He's never Mello's been a defense offense. guy. So, well-deserved. You know, unfortunately, at his time at the Knicks, he spent, you know, seven years there of his life, and it wasn't enough. So... That's yeah. uh, that, this way it goes. All right. Moving on. Some interesting trades that have happened. Ooh. Are we aware of some of the NBA trades that have taken place? I thought the deadline passed. Deadline did pass, but there were some interesting offseason trades that were made. For instance, I'll just put out a couple that you might be interested in knowing for you and those out there listening, the one person. Stay tuned. James Wiseman. Hmm. James Already Wiseman gone? was gone. Whoa! James Wiseman has been traded. Who to? So we'll go through a few of these. We'll start with Al Horford. Al Horford got. Oh, that was coming. Went to the Raptors. Oh, he's that was and coming. And Oklahoma City got Aaron Baines and Rodney Hood. So nice. look, I think a I lot like of, that. I like as that. As we move. go through some of these trades, let's just look at this way. These are the teams that have no chance in. Yeah. Toronto has no chance really in now. I mean, they'd probably get in, maybe. But they're not going anywhere. But then you're also thinking about, well, you know, Oklahoma City's got all these... Well, did, they, did OKC get a pick out of that? Because that's what they want. Well, look, this is financial because... That contract is on, terrible. It's all options. This is what they did. For, for Baines and Hood, they're expiring team options. Yeah. So, again, they're moving things in order to get money. A lot of these moves... Your beloved Bulls pick up Ricky... Rubio. Ooh. I like how that runs off my tongue. I, Rubio. I mean, I like it. Ricky Rubio. Laurie is gone. Yeah. Laurie has left the building. I mean, I honestly. So they got Ricky Rubio. I did say to you. I did say to you. I would have given him one more season, but I see why he had to go. Okay, so Ricky. I see. Rubio, I see why Laurie had to go. Okay, Ricky Rubio. 2022 second round pick. 2023 second round pick. So Oof. they received Ricky Rubio and two route draft picks. Minnesota got Laurie Markkinen via sign and trade. So well, that was the player. That was the player everyone was expecting them to pick if they kept if they kept uh, if they kept that pick from the trade from the okay. Jimmy Butler trade. All right. So the Pelicans they got uh, Jonas Valanciunas and Valanciunas and Kyle Anderson from the Grizzlies. Why would they? Why would so they? So they the Grizzlies got Steven Adams. Eric Bledsoe, 2021 first-round pick, and 2022 second-round pick. Okay, Grizzly, the Gri- Grizzlies win that trade. I mean, that they get Steven Adams, who I think is one of the more underrated centers in the NBA. He's bouncing around now. He's, he's, he's fantastic. He's a fantastic center. Mm-hmm. And they get a first-round pick? Mm-hmm. 
That's a that's a great trade for them. Well, yeah, they, yeah, they give up Jonas. Jonas was good for them, <laughs> and Ja got used to Jonas, but he gets Steven Adams, a younger version of I, Jonas. I think it's also about looking at the future with Zion because Zion, you know, his eligible extension is in 2022. Yeah, and I think this is about trying to put pieces around him to get him feeling happy about uh, extending. Well, he's time. right now he's really he's on form and he's happy. Yeah, so they want to keep that going. Gordon Haywood gone from the Card Hornets. The Pacers wanted him, and they got him. So, the Pacers received Gordon Haywood and Vernon Carey Jr. So, all these trades will go through in the offseason. Of course. Okay. Miles Turner and Jeremy Lamb. Wow. So, I believe... Wow. That, I think this is already happening now, because these are the teams who well, aren't... Going well, the deadline's gone, though. Well, look, these are obviously the trades that... No, no I think those will go through in the offseason. Right. So because, these are the trades but that but that's made. a big trade. They got rid of Turner... Yeah. That wow. Why? I don't understand that. They just had to do it. I mean, Pacers like that's your starting center. Oh well. All and he was still teams, developing. All these look. The Pacers weren't going anywhere. There, I think the head coach is about to be fired. They wanted Gordon Haywood. Maybe Gordon Haywood gets to stay someplace now because this is the third team in like two years. Who knows what happens there? Well, he'll get his money regardless. Anywhere he gets traded yeah. to, he'll get his money. Um. The Warriors and Rockets swap centers. So the Rockets get James Wiseman. Okay. And the Warriors get Christian Wood. Well, they... And essentially they weren't happy with Wiseman because he wasn't good. Wiseman was underperforming. Like, he... Every rookie has a... There's rookies that have tough rookie seasons. But I think... And Wiseman didn't play for a while because he... Remember, he left Memphis because they were doing him dirty. He left Memphis and he didn't play for a while. So he will be good in the future. Yeah. Mark my words. He he will be good. But Christian Wood, obviously, they're looking for that now player yeah. for Curry. Okay. They're looking for that now player, and that's I like that move. I I do like like that move from the Warriors. And yes, I didn't notice this just until I've been editing this podcast. These were trades that were hypotheticals. The these weren't trades that have gone through. Hence my confusion about the trade deadline and etc. So these were trades that teams should be considering or hypotheticals. Looking for that now player. Last last thing the note, happy belated birthday Chris Paul. Yep. Uh soon to be MVP of the league. Maybe in my opinion. Yeah, in, in in your opinion. If you were absolutely. the if you were the be all if you were the be all and end all of the MVP voting, it'd be Chris Paul. Oh, I think I really believe he he's deserving of it. I mean, if you look at where the Suns are now, from where the Suns were last year, even with the bubble, they played decent, but they needed a stabling. And now force. they've got him, he's and now one. they clinched the second seed, and they might go. They're a serious finals they're contender. They're a serious finals contender. I think Chris Paul, if. He can stay healthy. I put that in parentheses. Then the Suns will be a better team into the playoffs. And also, can I add one more thing to the word up? And it, this is a historical one. What? And I want to ask you. What Jeremy heck? Lin's tenure, Lin sanity was, was for the Knicks and for friends of the Knicks. Blank. Hyped. Overhyped? It was or, not, just hyped. I think it was, I don't know, overhyped, but it was hyped. It was, Lin sanity lasted for 15 minutes. That, that's his... That was enough for Jeremy Lin to get a contract to move on to another team to get. A he's in the G. He he's putting up numbers in the G League now. He could come back. Uh, look, I think Jeremy Lin's time will be. Hit. Look, after the Knicks, where did he go? He jumped Rockets. Rockets. Then Lakers. Then he, he, uh, he got uh, injured uh, at the Knicks. Went to the Rockets. 
Then he went to the Nets, got injured there, uh, went to the Hawks, you know, got injured it, again. Look, won a ring with the Raptors. And didn't play. So, yeah. look, you know, Jeremy Lin's time in New York was the platform he needed to get a better deal somewhere else. That's all there is to it. And I think that's the end of our show. All right. What that's, do you think? that's the end of our show. Sounds so good. So, that's another week. And we're going to, we again, we're putting these out consistently. So, stay on it. And for my NRL fans on the YouTube channel, I've got content in the works. Be patient. There is content in the works. But that's our show for this week. Keep following along and we'll keep doing them. Take care.